You know what I was like during my glory days, do you? Welcome back to another podcast formerly known as Tapped In. I'm your host, Eric Andrews, a.k.a. The Dark One, a.k.a. Young Despicable, a.k.a. Young Undeniably Delicious. Why you got that cock set on? Because I'm coming from work. He repping hard. And it's yeah, cold as fuck in my house. Hey, man, you can't be letting the people know we work. I don't give a shit. You smoking weed right now? With the cocks thing on? Nigga, I'm eating noodles. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All I saw was smoke <laughs> rising up from your lap. It looked like you were, you were like, like torching a bowl or some shit, man. Bro, I was like, this thing is going crazy. I, I was I'm like, yo, up. with the cocks. He was like, he's like, I'm done with this job. Yo. I'm we just up. talking about that shit too. <laughs> that shit is crazy. That is fucking hilarious. What's up? It's me, Marcus. Y'all Omega. Right. Hold on. Young honey man. Um, honey man. Yeah. <laughs> Big NFT <laughs> god. And we got Alex, the OG men's lubriderm. Man. The dark void. Aka Goldilocks. Aka Goldilocks. They look nice too. I meant to say that. They look. I just good. got them redone. Shout out to my my hairstylist. Fresh. I appreciate it, y'all. I do, man. I try so hard to talk get to him, Alex. I try so hard to get noticed in this cruel world, and don't nobody noticed me. But it's it's glad to be recognized by my pod mates, man. Yeah, hey, it's cool, man. You trying to do my hair though? My shit. And we got Davon Colberson. She will do your Young hair. Frederick yeah. Douglass looking ass. Uh, and do with the gubby. Yeah, real gully <laughs> shit. Welcome Levon, back, Davon. Franklin Saint. Ooh, aka Franklin. Mm-hmm. I see you, Franklin Saint. Who, is that the dude from Snowfall? Yeah. That Denzel don't know who he is. The Lord of Lincoln himself. <laughs> Lord of Lincoln. Yeah, Lord the, of Lincoln. That, that's man. a nasty title. Oh man, you a nasty. Yo, you no, nasty, no. Eric. <laughs> oh, hillbilly farmer ass. <laughs> oh, I live in Nebraska, obviously. Overalls with no shirt. Don't ever turn your camera on to this again, please. You was like an East Cole? Campus nigga. You, you ain't doing East Campus. <laughs> you live 15 miles north of Omaha, ass man. Yeah, y'all, it's a podcast formerly known as Tap Them. Yeah. We back again with the greatest podcast ever to grace your ear holes. And it's a new year. It's a new year. Happy 2020, y'all. Happy 2022. Season two. Is it season two? Yeah, season two now. Then we ain't on that Cowboy Bebop shit. I'm all right. We're still on Cowboy Bebop. We're still there. (laughs) Not at the season two. Unfortunately, but we're 2022. still there. It's because we're taking our sweet ass time with it. That's why. Um, I'm ready to get it. Why done we with. take our Why we taking our time on the longest on the, the worst know. fucking show that we're watching? Most busy. shows that Most shows that we watch. Yeah, we've been busy. I've been moving. 
Um, yeah. I'm in my new crib. You know, this is my new background. Okay. Um, okay. I see you new backdrop. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, we've been busy. Happy holidays. What you been up to, Alex? How you? How you? Let's let's all go around and tell us like what we got planned for the new year. What? How? How we? How we? How we looking at this new year? What? How we coming different? What? What's the new year? New you, Marcus? Um, you know, I'm just improving on the old formula, you know, trying to get better, working on a few things, um, trying to organize a, a basketball tournament, actually. Um, and okay. yeah, man, basketball tournament, August, 2022, come out, uh, sort of, you know, starting to for kids or adults <clears throat> for everyone. It's uh, put on by the Black Love Mural Festival. Big ups to my homie Robert and uh, Jameson. Um, last year, it was just like the mural fest and a couple activities, but we're working on doing like a whole cookout thing this year. Should be dope. Should have a big ass mural in it. All that. In August? In August, yep. It's gonna I be might tight. pull up. Like a trip. Sounds like a trip. Pull up. Come out today. We'll definitely need help. Also, if y'all are trying to play, it's going to be like a... Oh, yeah, I'm trying to play. It's going to be like some and one shit. Um, oh, don't tell me that. Yeah. I don't even know what that I'm means. What everybody. does that even mean? You don't know and one, Eric? I'm unfamiliar with the term. Pull up and find out, man. Man, I'm throwing the ball off everybody's head. It's, it's basically... It's just like street basketball. It's just like... Uh, NBA think, streets. Think Harlem no Globetrotters, but like... Um, like n- late '90s Harlem Globetrotter, Maggie short street, street shit, long t-shirts, headbands. Hey, you never seen and one shit. They never came to element- elementary school. They came to Skinner. Yeah, they came to Skinner. All the, the Harlem time. Globetrotters. No, they both came to Skinner, but and one came specifically. The and one. Hmm. They had like, it was like a basketball league back in the day, and it was just like street ball. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like amateur. Like amateur level basketball players, they're still really good, but they did like street moves. So they'd like cross up, do like crazy dunks, like a bunch of tr- like more tricks than you would see, not as organized. So pretty much NBA streets. Yeah, I mean that's what so NBA. I can, so street... I can I can do the uh, I can do the uh, cyclone and the break you off. Yeah, that's what that game is based off of. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. <laughs> street ball and one. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been on. Also, cool. Looking into NFTs more, you know. Okay. Yeah. I got your message about um, Decentraland able to use Polygon NFTs. I fuck with that. We need to talk after the pot, Eric. I'm I'm trying to get you involved just because I'm getting plugged in right now with some um, sort of NFT happenings in denver that are pretty big that i think it'd be dope to bring you in on so fuck yeah you know i'm we'll tapped talk, in we'll talk about it Alex, you, you know on, i'm man? tapped in we all tapped I, in i haven't really been on shit you know um but as far as this year i've been thinking a lot lately of how i want to like because i've been like working on denim lately just like customizing denim and like so i've been like thinking about like some photo shoot ideas like further down the line um and I've been thinking about getting a camera and like getting involved with photography because I kind of want to shoot it myself. Because one thing I always run into in Omaha is like trying to find reliable photographers. Or if I do meet a reliable photographer, they always end up moving somewhere else. Bro, so, 
I was literally thinking about today, like buying a camera and just shooting that shit. Cause I can definitely like organize a photo shoot myself. Oh yeah. Um, I was just talking to Bria about wanting to do a photo shoot. Yeah. About what? Me. I'll pay Y'all you. Too. No. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was, yeah. I wasn't sure if it was like a couple's like portrait. maternity shoot. Oh, oh <laughs> my God. Bro. Hey, announce That's beautiful. Eric, you got another one on the way? That's number four? Dang, number six. I got my tubes tied. Mm, okay. <laughs> I got my fallopian tubes tied. Devon, but you no, yeah, on? Alex, I'll, I'll, I'll for real pay you, to, bro, if you ended up getting a camera. I'm thinking about it, so stay tuned. Do that shit, Alex. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I'll support you. Devon, what about you, bro? How no, you approaching man, this new year? Working. I thought More about it. More time in Lincoln? Uh, hey, you already know. No. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, <laughs> working full time in Omaha. What's happening in, in Lincoln? What's happening in, 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 in Lincoln? Nothing, man. Go ahead, go ahead. Fill us <laughs> in on the Lincoln. But the no, twenty twenty two. I thought about teaching myself coding or something. I need a better job. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see about that. Other than that, I don't know yet. It's only been like a week. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I feel that. Well, in the same lane as Devon, Devon, I've been back on my coding shit. Um, I'm at a place where I can build projects, which is what I'm doing. I've been working on uh, a few (coughs) projects every now and again. You know, when I got time, I'm not devoting all my time to it because I don't want to get burnt out. Um, But it's been coming along. Marshall's been helping me. when I get stuck and shit but I think that's my main focus this year my I uh I say within like within I would say within five months I will I'm gonna have a programming job like even today I was talking to this dude he's like this rich ass dude whose cable I was installing I was talking to him about it and he was like yeah I have tons of connections and he you know now that I think about it he gave me his card and told me to add, add him on LinkedIn. Um, so I'm probably going to be, you know, doing stuff with him. Shout out, shouts out to Tim. He's a, uh, I think he works at uh, Creighton, but he's like a, a wealth management dude. That's what his card says at least. Uh, but yeah, I guess I'm going to be uh, seeing what he about. And also Marshall has a lot of connections too. And now that I know what I'm like, of course, I'm not, you know, fully not like a full fledged developer, but I know what I'm doing now so I can, you know, build shit. And once I have like a portfolio established and some like certificates under my belt, I can definitely start applying places. Um, Other than that, uh, let's see, 2022, what does it have in store for old Eric? Um. Pretty much just anything to do with trying to make more money. Like you got a kid on the way. I don't have a kid on the way. <laughs> that is one thousand percent false. I hope. 
But you working on it? No. He what is. are you talking about? I'm single. You trying to do this maternity shoot? You know what? I changed my mind. You trying to hold her belly <laughs> on camera? I changed my mind. About what? I don't need no photo shoot. Also, I'm about I'll, to go to your. I'm about to go to your main competitor. Who is that? Ariel, one of my ops. Yep. Eric just max. I muted him on Twitter. I was, so I was about to name drop, but <laughs> yeah, uh, Eric. Uh, Eric, I am y'all haven't done it yet. Everybody needs to mute Eric on Twitter. Yeah, Eric D Andrews on Twitter. I've defended him about it. I've been defending him for years, but today was the last straw. I was just I was niggas just Twitter. soft. Enough is enough, Alex. Said. I like my I like to be, just I like soft. my timeline somewhat predictable, but with, with you, it's I never know what I'm gonna see. And it's always some <laughs> it's what always some fun Man, Davon, don't even waste your time, bro. Just go ahead waste and your time. Be proactive and just you because you're not gonna be you're not it gonna ain't even that bad. Davon, it's not even that bad, dude. What These niggas, this nigga's dragging it. Man, what I dragged yeah. like that, Davon. <laughs> Honestly, it's something that you would just have to see for yourself. It's true. Was it the caption or the video? What was it? It was the combination of both and the tweet before it. It was like the whole series. I was just, man. I I wouldn't have seen it if it wasn't for for you, though. Are you talking about that? That ain't even a good excuse. That lady. Some lady. That that lady with the taser or something? Yeah. That one. Not even that crazy. <laughs> I didn't watch it with the value more. <laughs> hey, but it was it was the straw that broke the camel's back. That's right, you man. know, as they say. <laughs> well, it don't, it don't it have to first. be too crazy. I've seen it first from his Move. damn cousin, no. <laughs> Move. No, I, I was scrolling Twitter. I saw Lakia retweeted it later, but I was like, oh, she lucky I didn't see hers first. But I saw Eric's I, first. Lakia retweeted it before first. me. But when you scroll Twitter, I saw your tweet first because hers was older. Keep that same energy, cuz. I will. Master. Man, what are we talking about? What y'all want to talk about, man? Eric Frozen. I don't know. Y'all want to talk NFTs? I hate NFTs. Davon hate NFTs. We can talk about it. Let's talk about it, man. What are we talking Uh, about? You in those you was in those spaces, huh, Alex? Yeah, I was gonna talk about that. What they're yeah. talking about. So I don't remember what the day NFT was. stuff. Yeah. Um, about Board 8 Yacht Club. Um, so I think it was like Tuesday or Wednesday. I think it was Tuesday, but there's this Twitter space going on. And I saw I had a couple followers that were in it. So I was like, let me just go ahead and join and see what they're talking about. And the caption was like, is Board 8 Yacht Club Board Ape Yacht Club racist? And up to that point, I've never heard anything about them being racist at all. Um, but then once I joined the spaces, I was in there for like maybe like an hour and a half. And they're kind of just talking about like, they had like a bunch of people like on the, the spaces or whatever, giving their opinion on it or whatever. Um, and someone, like some people were saying that it was racist and others were like, no, it's not. Like NFTs are literally changing black people's lives because you can make so much money off of them and yeah, blah, blah, blah. But then they one person said that Board 8 Yacht Club is affiliated with like Yuga Studios or something like that. And I guess they're like affiliated with the alt-right. So the fact that they're using the ape is like a lot of coincidences and led the dude to believe that it was racist. So there's just a lot of back and forth yeah. um, between that. But so yeah, 
So that was that. What do you think about that, Marcus? Um, you know, I don't know. I'm asking you because I think you're the most tuned in with the NFT stuff. You know, I I would say that I was, but there's just so much that I just I just don't know enough. But in terms of the Board Ape Yacht Club, um, I saw like like outside of that, I saw some people saying that the Board Ape Yacht Club, um, that like depictions of apes are just like inherently racist. Yeah, um, in spaces too, and. I think we've I disagree seen that. with that. Yeah. And I, I would say like, it depends on the context, right? It's all like based on the context in which an image is presented. I think it was, um, what's the dude that plays Frodo in the Lord of the Rings? I don't remember his name. Um, um, Elijah Wood? Elijah Wood. All right. So Elijah Wood. This is kind of going around, this is kind of backtracking a bit. Elijah Wood had bought into like one of the, not the Board Ape Yacht Club, but this other collection that was illustrated by an illustrator that had a past of doing like racist um, political cartoons. Do you know if it was the divorced ape or something like that? I'm not they, sure what it was. Okay. But I and I can't remember what it was depicting, but I remember seeing those images and being like, yeah, that could be racist. And like the artist, you know, like they had like fucking uh evidence that you know he was like a kind of a racist illustrator. Mm-hmm. Um that being said, I don't know if the Board Ape Yacht Club, at least from the outside looking in, is like racist. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't think it serves any sort of racist agenda. Um, but if it's like, if there's a company involved and I'd have to do more research, right? If there's a company involved in the Board Ape Yacht Club that's also involved in like some alt-right shit, obviously I wouldn't want to give them my patronage. Not that I could like afford a Board Ape anyways. Um, and I think that in this sense, we kind of have to look at it in the same way that we would any of like Chick-fil-A, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the, the owners of that have had a history of like homophobic uh, rhetoric and a lot of people just don't go there to eat, you mean? Um, and so I can't say for one way or the other, I don't think that like NFTs are inherently racist from like the offset like in a, in a broader sense. Um, Cause I think they do just serve like a larger capitalist machine and that people are making money off of them and all that. But I don't think that it's like discerning of anyone based on race. Right. Um, I didn't think they were racist either. I was kind of surprised when I even saw that. Cause I've seen like a bunch of like the board ape, like NFT, like pictures or whatever they come out with. And I've never seen ones like, wow, that looks racist as fuck. But I guess the fact that they're affiliated with like Yuga Labs, and like you said, I need to do more research as well because that's what they're just saying in the space. It's like I didn't actually look myself or anything like that. Right. But if they're affiliated with Yuga Labs, who's affiliated with like the alt right, and they're just make, coming out with apes because you know, like that's been like a thing that they call black people for a minute. 
Um, mm-hmm. and the fact that a lot of the apes are kind of like in like hip hop s clothes, I guess, like with grills and shit like that. So they could guess kind of be depicted as like a black man is it's kind of like the argument they were making in the spaces. But so, yeah, I don't know. But when I look at them, I don't necessarily seem to think they look. Yeah, I don't I don't feel any kind of way about it. You mean yeah. I just know that I can't afford them and you right. know, sort of move on. Um, so um, while you guys have been talking, I've been reading up on pretty much the whole discourse on it. Um, pretty much it started by, or from what I've read, it started by people saying, uh, somebody saying some shit like, wow, this NFT shit has taken a turn. Why is there so many apes? You know what I mean? And then that kind of just spiraled into like, you know, the, the negative connotation of, you know, black people being depicted as apes. Uh, and then it started to veer into the Yuga Labs thing, um, being anti-Semitic, which I've not exactly found anything about them being outright anti-Semitic. In fact, I found a tweet by Yuga Labs that says, how did the founders meet? We're all real life friends with diverse backgrounds, Jewish, Cuban, Turkish, Pakistani, which kind of just, uh, 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 what's the word? It kind of like uh, goes against the, uh, because everybody was saying that Yuga Labs is uh, anti-Semitic, but one of the founders is Jewish. So it, it kind of just, you know, doesn't actually make sense in that way. I don't know if, I'm not sure where they got the anti-Semitic stuff from, um, but they're saying that there's like also Nazi symbolism in the in some of the NFTs for Bored Apes, which uh, maybe some of it, on, it, to be honest, I've seen some of the ones that they're saying, and it, it's kind of a reach. And there was this, I guess Bored Apes came out with like a, a, a small game and they're like, why are there bananas in the shapes of swastikas? But it was literally just like, four bananas look like in the shape of a ninja star it was a reach and i think the honestly i think the whole thing is a big ass reach i think if you inherently look at apes well like humanoid apes and the first thing you think is that's depicting depicting a black person like no, no matter what it's wearing that that seems kind of racist to me it, it doesn't even I, in fact i don't even think any black people were like this is racist because they've been around for a minute. Everybody knows about bored apes, but just now out of nowhere, people are saying that they're racist. Uh, but I'm not seeing any, obviously I'm not seeing any black people saying they're racist. And, In fact, one of the tweets that I see is uh, somebody being like, somebody just like commenting on the, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, somebody commenting on the space and they were just quoting. I mean, obviously it was like a, not a direct quote, but they're like, black people, I don't think bored apes are racist. And then it was like, white people, bored apes are racist. They're monkeys. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it truly just seems like a reach to me. That's a, an interesting point because in the spaces, they had like a bunch of different people on the stage or whatever. And they did bring this one Jewish dude who I guess works with like a bunch of hip hop artists. And he was actually the one who was saying it, it, that he thought it was racist, but then they would bring like different black creatives or like black investors, <clears throat> excuse me, on there. And then they're like, well, no, it's not racist. I don't see anything wrong with it. And they're kind of like, who are you to say that this is racist from like a white man's perspective? 
when all these black people were like, don't see anything wrong with it. And they're actually making money off of it. Cause their whole argument was like, well, the whole thing with like race is like, it usually excludes like certain people from like profiting. Exactly. Um, but they're literally like a bunch of black people, like actually making money off of these NFTs and the board apes. So, you know, it's not really excluding anyone. By that goes in, that goes into like a larger trend of white people calling everything racist. Yeah, they say that they say a lot of the times they say that black people are the race baiters, but I feel like white people be saying shit's racist when it really isn't. Obviously, yeah, there's like, if we there's see like all something that, racist, oh, we're gonna say it's racist. Nobody yeah. has like. I like I've known about bored apes for a hot minute. Not one time was I like, this is I've literally never even had that thought because that, that was never just like a connection that I made because I don't directly just connect apes to black people because they don't look like they don't look like they're being characterized as black people. Like, yes, some have grills, some, you know, dress in hip hop style, but that's not even like the overarching like style of the art. Right. You know what I mean? Like that; those are like one-offs. Um, yeah, it's not like anything, a it's not a racist like collection, people, mostly. Yeah, yeah. They, they, if anything, they're like more more often dressed like white people, or or like emo, or you know, some shit like that. Um, another thing, but with that, what Alex, what you were saying, it kind of brings me to something that I've been thinking about for a minute is how, uh, I think personally, I think more black people should get into crypto and nfts and shit like that because i think this is the first time yeah i'll say this is the first time where it becomes a common thing for people to build generational wealth and black people aren't directly excluded from it right of course there could of course there could be more spaces (coughs) for black but that's I feel like that's kind of up to us you know what I mean like it's up to us to create these spaces and like you like nobody's gatekeeping it you know what I mean nobody's gatekeeping like crypto or or anything like that and I feel like uh this is an opportunity for you know many black people to build like generational wealth from this shit from like where they're able to like invest and then they can teach their you know kids or, you know, they don't even have to teach their kids because they're just going to be rich off fucking Bitcoin and shit like that. I remember a long time ago, uh, this black dude made this YouTube. Ch- this, this I think it was like it was probably a YouTube series, but he made like this YouTube video like 10, 12 years ago where he was just like, just buy one Bitcoin. He was like, I want all black people to just buy one. Bi- I, obviously, I didn't see this at the time. Or even if I did, I probably wouldn't have really even listened um, but he's just like, I want all black people to just buy one Bitcoin because this is something that I see really taking off in the future. And I think at the time, if, you know, that was something that, you know, black people were really like on, um, I think that that's something that could have made a ton of people, a ton of black people, you know, wealthy. Like 10 years ago, Bitcoin oh, was sure. what, like a few dollars you know what i mean i feel like that could have made a and also another thing is black people make shit trendy black people make shit popular so if we were all to like say if we had like say if there was just like a a, just like a page or something or maybe like a twitter that all like a a shit ton of black people followed that you know started shouting out cryptos 
like the popularity and the you know just the trend of some of those cryptos like blowing up would just make it blow up even more you know what i mean right um but currently we don't have anything like that hopefully something comes up or um maybe one of us has to do it maybe one of y'all marcus you about to be the you about to be the black crypto leader um there is a pretty good like space for black creatives in denver to do crypto i would say like um this dude that i know here he's he's putting on a show he did like the black love mural festival and he also has gotten quite a few like local artists to get into crypto too um I think it, but it, you know, more of that needs to happen, right? Like there needs to of be course. like a larger mobilization effort. I think part of the problem is like outside of crypto, crypto just isn't cool. You know what I mean? Not True. like, not like to the full extent that it needs to be to have like larger recognition because even I like I'm into it. Right. But I'm not into the community as much because it is so annoying. And it's, it is it's, like it's, toxic in pockets and like it's drifted it, into douchebag territory. Well, yeah, because it's just like the same dudes that like pedal stocks and you know the Wall Street, Wall Street bets bros and that sort of thing. It's like a lot of people, a couple people have gotten really rich, and then everybody's just trying to ride that wave. And so it creates this circle jerk of masculine energy that is like just super whack to see online, right? And like yeah I, dude. I do i agree with what you said about like the nft space and like all that um and as someone that creates to put stuff out these days it's always hard to put stuff out because i don't want to be involved as much because i get so annoyed just by what's said and like the people in these spaces um and i know it's necessary that we need like proper representation within this space and in order to do that in order to have that representation we have to have people present in that space and i would like to be present in that space but i'd all i'm also just getting exhausted just from the thought of it you know what i mean like i need to go into it like in a bubble where i can be like insulated so that i'm not irritated to the point of just being jaded on the whole process and i think that's at a larger level, what everyone needs is to have an accessible avenue in without being hounded by all these crypto bros. Also, it doesn't help that the fucking memes about crypto bros are hilarious. They're so They're funny. so funny. They're fucking hilarious. And it doesn't help because usually they're right, too. Like, what kind of memes I remember, Okay, so today I saw this uh, TikTok where it was like, bro dis- describes uh, NFTs to somebody and somebody's like, what's an NFT? And he was like, oh, an NFT is a non-fungible token. And they'd be like, what does that mean? They'd be like, it's a token that's non-fungible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I'm, like not really just what, oh, not really not actually explaining, fucking yeah. explain it, just being it, stupid about it. Is that the but guy that's with the actually beard? Ha- that's, the with yeah, talking yeah, to his yeah. girlfriend. Oh, that TikTok yeah, is yeah. hilarious. Yes, dude. Yes. Uh, but that's how it is. But I mean, you know, it's something that I feel like is in its uh, truly. I feel like crypto and NFTs and stuff like that is still 
in its infancy. Um, I think there's a long way to go with like DeFi and crypto and Web3. And I know those are just terms that are just thrown around a lot. But I think that all that shit is in its infancy because um, a lot of people thought that you know the the what the internet that we know how we know it now was just like a fad or something but it ended up you know being the fucking internet uh i think this is probably a lot similar i think oh another problem, thing go, oh go ahead go ahead i was about to change the subject completely oh i was going to say uh, part of the problem is that since people are getting rich off of nfts and like the crypto space everyone's flocking to it without actually understanding how to talk about it and like are even like well-versed. And so when people look to like figure out what this is even all about, they see all these obnoxious dudes circle jerking saying that like the same broad terms, web three gets thrown around a lot, but like, what does that mean? Like, you know, a decentralized internet, what does that look like? Right. And so, so much of it is just like, all right, you know, there's, there's a lot of popularity around NFTs, people looking to get into it are just like, it doesn't make sense. And it sounds like these crypto bros don't fucking know either. They're just trying to get exactly, you know, exactly. They they don't, they they can't even really explain it themselves. A lot of the times I've been, uh, I've been seeing, they, they can't even explain it themselves. Um, also I think a big, a big, uh, thorn in crypto right now is uh accessibility yeah. uh there i mean of course that's something that's ramping up more and more like with coinbase coinbase is real easy to use uh robinhood's real easy to use even though you should not use robinhood for crypto um, or any stocks or any stocks at all yeah robinhood it's it's not that easy it, it's easy to get like it's easy it's easy to get bitcoin it's easy to get fucking ethereum but it's not easy to get like avalanche or or it's, it's not, it's not easy, easy to access to your get, wallet like, either right yeah it, it's a process that. i'm buying is easy yeah yeah, yeah. those Dave are Vaughn's easy right. but like all altcoins like um, like altcoins uh those could easily get you rich if you know uh if you know how to look at it i'm not good at it i i don't fully understand it so i just you know follow what other people do uh most of the time these coins by buying low and selling high or what exactly that that's what yeah pretty much yeah that's what all like that's a that's a big thing with altcoins though altcoins are hard to figure out though like uh for example i bought i bought an altcoin and i had to literally go on trust wallet buy some um uh, Binance and then transfer Binance from Trust Wallet to my uh, MetaMask wallet and then go to Pancake Swap and then swap uh, Binance for MetaHero or some shit. It, it, it's like a long ass process that is yeah. kind of annoying to figure out because uh, there's all types of networks and shit. But yeah, uh, the other thing that I was going to talk about um, is. Another thing that I feel like is in its infancy is VR. I think that that's something after because so, recently I just got the Oculus Quest 2, which uh, 
is probably not very uncommon at this point because damn near everybody has an Oculus Quest 2 because they're so cheap. They're only $300. But after literally, uh, I just bought mine, but uh, my nephew got one for Christmas. And I've had VR before. I bought a PlayStation VR, but it fucking sucked. Like you're attached to the PlayStation. There's a long ass cord behind you. And you're getting fucking motion sickness every time you turn your head. Um, But with the Oculus Quest 2, it's... (laughs) But uh, with the Oculus Quest 2, it's so, like, optimized as a standalone system. Like, you don't have to be hooked up to anything. And you can just... What happened? Navigate. I don't know. (laughs) You just left. You got dropped or something. It's crazy that you were able to get back in without me accepting it. Uh, right. Yeah. That was, you got, <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> he just came back in. Welcome back though. <laughs> Excuse me. Hey. Excuse me. Um, But, but what I was saying is uh, something that I've come to realize just playing it for a few days is I think that VR is going to be the future of not only gaming, but also socializing and um like social media and all all that type of shit like i don't know if y'all remember like second life do y'all remember that shit nope oh well second life was just like a, a virtual world that you can get online and like live a life i think that's where vr is headed and you can tell by the shit that you can do in it right now like the things you some of the things you can do is there's this shit called horizon venues where every day there's a different like venue you can go to like uh today there's a young thug concert like a whole young thug concert that you can go to in virtual reality you go in and it's like a little virtual balcony there's other people in there with you like other humans that are also there and it's a whole ass Young Thug concert that he put on specifically for this. Like, it's not like they, like somebody recorded a, uh, like just a random Young Thug concert. Like it's it's literally a performance by him for this Horizon Venues thing. And it's dope as fuck. Like you meet people. Also, I've been meeting a lot of black people too, which is interesting. Cause you, uh, I feel like with shit like this is rare to meet black people but these concerts like the young thug they had big frida yesterday uh wait it's a lot of say black the name of this again come to this horizon venues okay you could probably Man, google it tight. and look in yeah <clears throat> it it dude it's actually really fucking dope like tonight i'm literally going to go to the the fucking uh young thug concert again because it was dope as fuck um, and will it be like a different performance uh, the, the thing it's pro this will probably be the same one you can tell that they don't have many uh people doing this like the people that i've seen uh is young thug they had snoop dogg djing a whole set which kind of sucked honestly but uh the young thug concert was dope the big frida concert was dope um they've had the chain smokers which i didn't go to because i don't i'm not really familiar with the chain smokers uh they had david guetta and they also have other things like you can go watch a basketball game and you can go watch a wrestling match 
or like they they have a lot of shit right now but you can tell that it's only growing like this is like the beginning of it and it's only growing because of how many like every time you go in like you can see that there's thousands of people that are attending at the same time as you like yesterday a bunch of people was just like waiting outside the venue for big frida to start and just like chopping it up and it's it's just uh, and they can hear your voice and stuff they can you hear like your tired? voice they can see your avatar huh no no you you talk that's another thing with the fucking oculus quest 2 um the sound is crazy the sound literally surrounds your head but it's not like earphones that are on your ear it's like this, these lines this like speaker line i'm a let me i'll be right back i'm gonna just no i don't need to show you this is a podcast but um uh the sound is super good you hear it's like 360 hearing if somebody's talking behind you you can hear them talk with you uh there's tons of features like you can literally pull out a selfie stick and take a selfie with another person's avatar and then just add them as a friend and then crazy just y'all can play games together if y'all want to um but i think i think it's going far like from my experience i think it's going far like with the video games too like i've been obsessed literally obsessed with this game called uh echo vr where it's like how do you explain it basically you're in this zero gravity thing there's two goals on each end there's a red team and a blue team and you have to make a, a frisbee into the other people's goal it's, it's that simple but it's super competitive and it's super fun um i think that i think uh esports is really going to be uh i think vr is really going to be a big thing in esports like i can 1000 percent see that with this game specifically and this is a free game like that that's completely free anybody can play it like off rip like i've not bought a single game for vr uh and i've had it for like two or three weeks um <laughs> uh but it's dope i think y'all should get one i think it's worth it now like like i said i had the playstation uh vr and it sucked it was awful but i think 300 dollars for that is m- m- uh well worth it for sure. Yeah, you can play Among Us right now in VR. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would do that. Well, it, is really fun. They're actually coming out with an official Among Us game, but uh, right now you can still play it in this thing called VR Chat. Have y'all heard of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now they have like a uh, somebody just cloned uh, Among Us in VR Chat, and it's fun. You just play with like uh random people but i think um when they come out with the uh the actual among us vr i think it might be like cross-platform where i can play in vr and y'all be in like on your like phones or computers or something um that's yeah man uh, nigga, i don't want to yeah. go to the vr concert talk about it okay especially in covid like i don't want to go to no concert in no other way honestly no, nah, I don't want to go to a VR concert. That's what I'm saying. Just, I only yeah. want to go to a VR concert because of COVID. Y'all are saying two different things. Also, it's I free. know it's yeah, an man. it's it's, oh, it's an opposing opinion. Okay. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I understand because of COVID. So like, yeah. what's, but I rather COVID go. I rather go experience life in person. You gonna experience Obviously. death fucking with COVID? 
That's obvious. Okay. But not only are we in a pandemic, I'm not saying that it's going to replace going to concerts. I'm just saying that it's something that know. you can he was do. Talking it up kind of big, like it was about it, to. This <laughs> nigga dope. Eric about to give up everything. I didn't, just I, not to one time PR. did I say it was going to replace concerts. Not one time did I say it was going to replace oh, no. socializing. I just said it's going to be big with things like that. Look, the I don't fact know. that the you catch me talking, in VR exclusive. What do you mean the way I was talking? I didn't say that. <laughs> Eric, you just hey, be real with this, man. Like Are you potting from VR right now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm in the metaverse as we speak. Holy shit. That that Cox hat is this isn't actually even me. NFT. <laughs> oh my this god. This isn't even me. This this fit, I just I just downloaded this. Oh my god. Off the oh NFT god. marketplace. Yeah, let's check out <laughs> everything is whack to you, Devon. That's not like no, it's everything, not. You say everything is whack. You're you're literally no, like a, just a, a naysayer. I'm not. I've never heard you say anything was dope. Yes, you have. But anyway, you're I a contrarian. VR is dope for like video games and stuff. But I'm not about to use it to watch a basketball game or go to a concert or socialize you. with people. I would rather do that in person. But imagine if you could get courtside seats in VR. Like, imagine that. Imagine if you have social anxiety and you don't like being around actual people. Imagine if you're fucking bedridden and you can't physically go to a fucking concert, Davon. This yeah. is the next right, best Eric, thing. Eric, take it easy. <laughs> what's, what's your deal, bro? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what's this nigga yelling about? <laughs> Ghost stage is in the living room like, yeah, dad's yelling about VR again. <laughs> I'm not saying it's useless. I mean, I don't like it, but like you say, yeah, it'll be good for people that's like disabled or you gotta think somebody of the who likes picture. the artist and they can't go to the concert. And yeah. You gotta think outside the box, Davon. But yeah, you didn't mention those usefulness, useful things until now. You was talking because about I didn't think like I had to. You gotta paint that picture. <laughs> Not Eric. one time you gotta, you did gotta I paint say that, that picture of the utility of VR. Dang. Yeah. I was just trying to just go over my experience and where I thought it was going. Well, thank you, Eric. That was insightful, and hearing your voice <laughs> is a delight. <laughs> thank you. Thanks. Um, but just to add on to that VR and kind of tie it to the last conversation the metaverse is becoming a bigger and bigger thing, right? Like it's becoming more and more prominent. And I feel like VR is a way that a lot of people in the future, four or five years down, are gonna experience the metaverse that we live in. You know, they're gonna wanna walk around and Agreed. Um, and so I, I can see VR being, you know, an integral part of what's to come. That being said, I think it's about time that we talked about the, the, how the dark times. The dark times. Of yeah. Episode. Yeah, seven. let's get into it. Uh, we're about to get into episode seven of the live-action Netflix series. Ooh, tomato, tomato, as... tomato. What is that now? It's a TikTok thing that people are doing. Oh. 
Okay, I Eric, heard you sounded so old that, right there. Yeah, man. What is that now? I'm just trying to keep up with the times. You know what I'm saying? All the young and tomato. It's a TikTok. Um, yeah, we're getting into the fucking Cowboy Bebop, um, episode seven. Uh, first impressions, Marcus. Um, I think that this episode was meant to. I, I, I like how they're getting more into the story of of it because I feel like the first couple episodes were real immature. But at this point, I just don't even care. Like, I think it's a better episode than the first couple. Um, but it's just, what is it? It's episode seven, right? So it's like the seventh episode in a long stream of episodes that I've been forced to watch because of this podcast. And honestly, I'm feeling a little held hostage. <laughs> I yeah, I feel that. Uh Alex, what's your I mean, first impression? Y'all I mean, still have Cowboy Bebop in 2021. No, bro. That's not how we that's not what we do at a podcast formerly known as Tapped In, okay? Except for with that's not what we do. Except for with, hey, we don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> I still never finished that show. I need to finish that shit. It's dope. Finish. Um but this episode it was dope i agree i'll have to finish it this episode it was nothing like i don't know it wasn't like blatantly bad but there's nothing really like redeeming about it in my opinion it just kind of like i just felt like i was watching it like i wasn't really that interested and like marcus said i do feel hostage just watching the show like i feel like i'm forced to see through this shitty show but this episode wasn't the worst i guess um and that's pretty much it Eric, what you think, huh? Um, same. Uh, nothing. It wasn't the most boring episode. I can say that. Uh, I do like. Hopefully, this is the correct episode. But they, they showed a little more about Faye's uh, past, correct? Yeah. 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 Um, I like. You know, I like them building out the characters a little bit more. Not that much but a little bit more makes me want to care about them they waited too late um, but that. other than yeah. they waited way too fucking late that's why i said want to i don't care about any of the characters um also uh if i remember correctly they're skipping a lot of stuff that happened in the uh anime um word but yeah i think so uh, I think if if I'm remembering correctly, but yeah, uh, nothing too nothing too crazy. It's just another episode of this shit. Uh, Dave Vaughn, you know I didn't watch it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Hey, the everybody has an episode it, where they don't watch the show. I'm not even mad, bro. Because <clears throat> the way y'all talk about it made me not want to watch it. Why would I want to hold myself hostage? This bullshit. Because that's what we do at this fucking podcast. That's the point of the podcast. We might as well watch Devs again. No. Maybe. Mm. Oh, we can we... just watch it on our own, honestly. If you want. Take... Um, I'm probably gonna finish it actually. Um, but the only reason we didn't like the only reason we dropped Devs is because we didn't post the episodes and also. 
shit was falling apart. So we just, you know, it was a hiatus. We had to recalibrate a little. Bit. Yeah, we had to recalibrate. <laughs> we had to jug and bunk a little bit. But um, let's get into it, Marcus. Uh, well, this episode, we saw Faye Valentine once again be confronted with the um, confusion concerning her past and also her mom. Hey, man. And then, hey, man. And then we, uh, what else happened to her? Uh, she just was having a hard time with her mom. Um, who they're all like a, a bunch of shiesty ass uh, scammers. She gets blackmailed. Yeah, she gets blackmailed by Whitney. Her mom holds like her identikit, which is yeah. her. Like, I I thought the identikit would be different than a, like a, a tape, but basically Faye holds this identikit as the key to her past because I, I was gonna she, say, were those her memories? The, it wasn't though it was just like a recording but i thought the identikit would somehow restore her pre-cryogenic life because her big thing as a character is that she can't remember anything past a couple of years ago and so she has to like remature as a human being because she doesn't know what experiences she's had and what she hasn't um but as it turns out, it turns out the identikit is just a video recorded by her former, her like young self. So I don't really know how that works because in my mind, it wasn't, it didn't seem like there was a part where her memories were unlocked. It just, I, I digress. You know, the whole episode was just about her, you know, scheming with her mom and then, um, we see uh, what's his name, Jet, Jet, racing to get to his daughter's uh, recital, dance recital in VR. Hmm. This episode was really boring. Uh, not not like a in like not like a bad. Like I, it, it didn't hurt to watch it. It just wasn't entertaining at all. Yeah. If the show That's... had good, like really good episodes and episodes like this, the show would still be good. You know, like I'd be like, OK, you know, it's like kind of filler, but it's OK because most of the show is good. But to have this Maybe... being like an ep- Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no. Finish. Finish. I was just going to say to have this episode be like one of the better episodes of the season while not being that good of an episode means that the bar is like kind of set pretty low (laughs) it's in hell the bar is in hell right now i think they should have had this episode to be the first episode or maybe the second episode episode two yeah i think if they put the first episode the same and then made episode episode two or three yeah yeah, episode two or three i feel like it would have worked better because then Maybe we care. Okay, the last episode is episode two, and this episode is episode three. I think we would have maybe given slightly more of a fuck about any of the characters. Um, because we don't give a shit about Jet. We just hate his fucking beard. We don't care that he has a daughter at this point. Alex, are you if like you're talking, shit. we can't hear you. Huh? 
I said I like that shit. I like his beard. His beard? Yeah. No. That's the highlight of the show, no. honestly. That's the most no. talked about thing in the show is his beard, easily. <laughs> this nigga flying beard. I like Faye, though. That shit like is whack. Hair. I don't care about her storyline. Faye's cool. Faye, Faye's cool as a character. Faye's sort of my favorite character, but I don't really care much about, like, Jet Black. I like Jet Black because in this episode, you like he's been kind of like the leader. Um, and, and in this episode, he's really trying to be there for his daughter. I just don't like his hair. Um, Spike. Spike is kind of weird because I like that actor, but I don't. His like character doesn't really matter all that much to me. And I know that there's like a whole bunch of storyline to him and like he's fearless and his ex-wife is like you know, finding out that he's alive now, but that stuff I sort of care about the very least, almost. Um, Which, and then Faye sits at the top, but I don't know. It just none of it really matters. It all seems pretty low stake, and ultimately, this show was very arbitrary. He, I, the only thing I can say is at least he looks good as Spike. He doesn't look stupid, you know, like a lot of the times uh, yeah. adapted characters look like such as jet black and how much he looks like fucking r kelly um but moving on anything else stand out to y'all this episode that's about it i'm ready to give my rating i'm glad (laughs) um, i'm glad face mom like racist jokes towards jet like that one old lady that we saw in one of the previous episodes yeah that was initially one of my concerns I Does thought it'd just be a racist show. Yeah, yeah just, like getting on them or something. Like I like I'm not trying to see this again, but she's just a scammer, which I respect. <clears throat> I respect the scam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm also glad that she didn't because that would have really irritated me. I would have really came in here on ten if he was objectified for being black one more time. It would have made me really. I already hate this show enough. But if they just add the fucking just the extra guys of racism and black fetishization, fetid, fetidization, fetishization, yep. whatever. Y'all know what I meant. Uh, Marcus, what's your rating, brother? I give this episode a six. Okay. Alex? I'm going to give it a five. Fair. Submit. Eric? Um, I would probably give this episode a six as well, because I think the first episode I gave a five, and I like this slightly more than the first episode, but it's still not good. Davon, what do you rate this episode? Never mind, nigga, you didn't watch the episode. <laughs> I'm ready Are you for talking? Invincible season two, man. Bro, they ain't even started <laughs> filming on that shit. Hey, um, Attack on Titan season two though. Oh yeah, and yeah. Euphoria season two. Euphoria season yeah. two. Yeah, we're closing. We're closing in on the end of this shit. What What do y'all want to do next? I I suggested Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. I watched Wheel of Time. I will watch it again. I love that fucking show. It's it's unfortunate. It's only one season because I want to watch. I've not a whole seen lot it. I just it. saw. Never heard of it. 
Um, I feel like we should do a show that's like airing currently, like week by week, so we can kind of ah. talk. About um, that's a good idea. Um, Euphoria. Should we, should, should we watch? Go ahead. I was gonna say maybe Euphoria. I don't know if everyone's. Seen I'm, that I'm down for Euphoria. I love that show. Me too. I that show. I want to catch House of the Dragon when that starts airing. When does that start? I'm looking at it now because I feel like just from the standpoint. And we can always alternate. Show. I mean, we can maybe watch two shows and alternate between the two episodes if we want to do that. If you want to catch two shows live. I'm not opposed to doing that. Uh, they haven't released a release date for it, I guess. So we can do Euphoria. But- I got to watch. I got to watch the first uh, season of Euphoria, but I'm down. If we're going to pod about Euphoria uh, and finish this up, Euphoria starts on the 9th. That's um, Oh, that's in a couple of days. So we won't be able Sunday. to catch Euphoria like that. I was gonna, uh, I think we can if we wa- if we just finish up uh, Cowboy Bebop. Well, Marcus ain't seen the first season, right? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. What, yeah. You have to watch it in think, like y'all? three days. <laughs> And I don't have well, time to watch that in okay. two days. If you if you have okay, so if we pod on Thursday, oh yeah, you have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. The to, night Sunday this Sunday, so he he would have to watch it. He is not about to watch the whole season one of Euphoria. Wait, you have wait, yeah, you have one, days. two, three, four, five. It's not that long. And the Episodes are an hour long. Either an hour and there's ten. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm not about to watch ten hours. Damn. Worth of- wait, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> wait, you're right. That is a long ass. <laughs> wait, there's eight. How many episodes? Yeah, what's you talking eight? about? <laughs> I think there's. It's eight episodes. Oh, eight? I think it's ten. Oh. Yeah, it's eight episodes. But y'all can also talk about it. I mean, I'm cool. Yeah. I'm cool oh. with not knowing the show and getting through it. As we go, because uh, y'all have slacked on a couple of days of this show, so I'm about to. Yeah. Y'all can talk That's, about it. You sure? I mean, I, I think sure. I think for the sake for the sake of being like up to date and like responsive, it'd be more important to get this as the season rolls out, as opposed to waiting and doing it retroactively. Like I want to do, I want to do more media like this, so. We should have definitely uh, ended the podcast before we started talking about this. And that's this the pod. We're going to have to do a pod, cut. I, I can't remember. I didn't even realize we were still fucking doing this. I did too. I completely Catch me on Omega Marcus's. Maybe I'll cut it out. Uh, yeah, I'm going yeah. to I'm gonna have to cut it. Yeah. Uh, catch me at PG the Villain on Twitter. Uh, catch Alex at Men's Luberderm on Twitter and Alex the OG on Instagram. Uh, uh, cocaine shoddy across all platforms. Good games. Eric, yes, what's up yes. with your camera? I don't know, man. It's shitty. I need to get a new one. And that's the pod. All right, man. Hey. All right, then. R.I.P. John Madden. R.I.P. Oh, yeah. John Madden. Yeah. R.I.P. Betty White. Yep. R.I.P. Betty White. Yes, Peace, y'all. Peace.